0: Welcome to the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast, where we focus on bridging your success with fulfillment in your personal, business, and spiritual life. And now your hosts, Scott Berry and Joshua Wenner.
1: Hello, welcome back to another Q&A episode. i got a really good question, and I'll start off with you. In the last 12 months, what would you say is one of the more fulfilling items that have come into your life in the, like in 2017 or the last 12
2: months? Uh, definitely my cats, without a question.
1: So explain that because I, I know that. Um, so I've got a couple of cats too, and, and cat me and Josh have been maybe kicking around the idea of, of actually having a show on cats, <laughs> but obviously tying it into fulfillment. But I'd love to hear your feedback on that. What's so fulfilling about your cats?
2: It's interesting because the way it came about is I'm, I work a lot and I'm definitely a workaholic. And, uh, but I love what I do. I think that's what I'm creating multiple projects. I'm passionate about the projects. Uh, I find a lot of these are what I'm creating. So they're, in a sense, it's kind of half hobby, half lifestyle, half like a third, a third, a third hobby, lifestyle, career, if you will, mission. It's all kind of merged together. So, but with it, uh, I found that in, Actually, the way it came about is I found in relationship uh, there was a couple of relationships that a, a partner would potential partner would show up and I would be. I noticed my energy was a little bit forceful with the pressure, if you will, almost like I want to move this thing around now. So there was there was an energy behind me that was moving things quickly. And then if it did work, I would burn out really fast. And if it if it didn't, it was kind of like because I had too much pressure. So what I identified was there was a pressure about about me and so I, I felt into the pressure i went into it and said what's this pressure and i realized i was craving nurture and energy so i tend to be because i'm a workaholic my home life is and i'm a for those that are into astrology or numerology i'm an eight life path and i'm a capricorn so like everything about my chart is business focused career focused outward focused on those areas and so my home life can sometimes be a little alone if you will a little uh I don't want to say alone. It's almost like empty, if that makes any sense, because it's all focused on business, and and that energy. So yeah, go ahead.
1: it doesn't. It, yeah, I guess part of it would be alone, but it sounds like you're just you're
2: so focused, like almost with uh, horse blinders on, that you're just like, yeah, you you got it. I mean, literally, it's like I'm up at six, like I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to a lot of times. I mean, my I have right now four simultaneous uh, men's accountability calls a week, and some of them don't get done till ten. So sometimes I'm going from, you know, whatever, get back from, I'm up at six, but I get back from the gym and started at eight or whatever. And sometimes I'm going till eight or 10, so 12 or 14 hour days. And then like my retreats go right through the weekend. So when I go there, it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I go right back up the next. So a lot of my lifestyle, and it's been this way for years, has been kind of a around the clock kind of work ethic. And, um, I noticed, uh, my sister, uh, I brought it up to her and she said, what are you craving? She asked me some good questions and I realized I was craving nurturing energy, but unconsciously I was like, I would meet a potential partner and I would want the nurturing energy. And so I would be putting pressure on it for the nurturing energy, if you will. And um, so she said, she made a recommendation. She's like, why don't you, have you thought about an animal? And I really felt into it. And I'm not, I love cats. I love dogs, but I'm not in a place yet because of that schedule where I can take time to, to really honor a dog. But I realized if I got a cat, that that I could handle. And it would kind of be a baby step. And I eventually want a family and, and those things. And it was kind of be a good test run. And then when I was looking, I met somebody that said, if you're going to get one and you still do work a lot like that, you should probably think about two bonded pairs, like a brother-sister or, or two sisters or two brothers, because then they'd have somebody to play with while you're gone and they won't be as lonely. And I did research and I fell in love with these two. And I got to say, um, what's been fulfilling is, when I first decided I was going to get them and I like, you know, when you make a decision, you're like, okay, this is happening. I literally was so happy uh, because I'd be laying around. And then I, for the first time noticed like, oh, I'm, I'm alone a lot. (laughs) I tend to be very introverted majority of the time. And uh, Mm -hmm. in that introvertedness, I'm alone most of the time. And so I realized like, oh, wow. Uh, Having life around the house in that introverted place, it just, uh, it allows me to be present without, Distracted. So, yeah. anyways, I, I got them, and uh, what I've discovered is, um, I'm super nurtured, but it's different than I thought. I'm actually nurtured because I have to nurture them, and it was a really big right. eye opener. I'm like, yeah. oh, so I, I get what I give. You know, I've I've heard it a lot, but it's a a very tangible example for me that uh, what I love about cats is it's it's I have to surrender to unconditional loving them. Meaning they don't do what I want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I want to pick them up and hold them and (laughs) cuddle them, they're like, "Leave me alone." Or if they're laying down and I'm like, "Just get closer," they're like, "Uh, "Let me lay like a foot away from you." So (laughs) they're
1: like, "I'll I'll let you know. I'll let let you know when I want my terms." Now, (laughs)
2: occasionally, if you're I'm in the right mood, I might (laughs) snuggle up to you. But other than that, no. So I've had to love them unconditionally and take care of them, which is cleaning up Mm. after them and feeding them. And and the irony is, I started to feel nurtured in nurturing them. And so it's been super, that's why to me, and then little, little, little things like I notice they're distant, uh, if I don't play with them or just little things like that. And if I play with them a lot and it can just be five minutes here, five minutes here, five minutes throughout the day. But at the end of the day, it's 30 minutes to an hour. Like they're always around me. And so what I learned is like, Oh, they need attention. They need presence. So, that's what I do first thing in the morning. I get up, I play with them. They literally, it's so cute. They show up, they jump on my bed and they literally bring the toys to me in the morning. Cause it's like, we got playtime with dad. And so it's just kind of established this routine. And, and then I like to take care of, you know, like clean up after them. And then I feel very like I'm taking care of them. And so it, it actually brings me yeah. a lot of fulfillment and joy. So it's funny. I've just been, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, my, I have a cat right now. that's actually at the hospital right now. Um, or at the, the vet, the vet mm. hospital and it's hooked up to IVs and um um I really had to go through it the last couple of days and and manage my stakes I was feeling really upset like oh man I might lose I might lose one of these guys so it, allowed, it forced me to like feel that you know and uh I gotta say it's like I really got to see the profound effect that they've had on my life of just I think just experiencing love like unconditional yeah. love it's like ah they need you and they're yeah. not leaving <laughs> you know a lot of times relationships yeah. go they don't they're you know with relationships we we talk we have drama we have patterns with cats there's no there's no drama. Uh, they they, you just love them or you don't, I think. And so, so anyways, yeah, that's been my experience of, 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 I think the thing that's brought me the most fulfillment in the last 12 months is taking care of them. And I got to say it, it's a lot of time. I didn't realize, I mean, the last four days I've had to go to the vet every day and, um, you know, getting their food and it sounds like little things, but you're, you're literally taking care of them and the added time um that i've added to them feels like family so it's feel it feels like feels really fulfilling at that level
1: was, was there any was there any i guess shocks or revelations that came i would imagine that you probably knew that getting these cats would bring some level of joy fulfillment or happiness into your life otherwise you wouldn't have gotten them uh Was there any surprises of, wow, I knew the companionship would be great, but I didn't realize that I would have gotten so much fulfillment from this area? And and one, and and I'll just just throw that out there and you can tell me if if this resonates, of what you just said, and that is um, almost a surprise of fulfillment of the actual responsibility for their well-being, for their care. Um, and, you know, the, the, the caregiver part of it, you know, as opposed to just, you know, playing with them and have them in your life. It's like, wow, it sounds like you were actually, um, you know, very fulfilled with the fact that it's like, Oh no, I, I have to go get them food and I have to take care of them. And I, you know, and I have to be responsible. Yeah. I think that's,
2: them. I mean, that's exactly what you're, uh, you're hitting on the main, main experience that I got. That was the biggest aha I was like, I've learned this from self-love that the body, like when we, what we feel we crave from others is actually what the body's craving from us. So the irony is if I'm feeling alone and my body's telling me, it wants me to be with my body, my soul and my spirit need union, need, need connection time. Like I need to go on a walk in nature and be with myself. So it's like Mm. I've learned on the self self self-love and I'm continuing to learn what I crave is actually what my body's craving from me, my soul, my soul and my body as a union. And so the irony is, is I'm finding we, again, we get to, we get to, we get to keep what we give. We get to feel what we give, and uh, the the most humbling, beautiful lesson is just like you said it. And I'm finding this with every area of self mastery, is it's always about more responsibility, not less. It's almost like they say, you know, don't wish it was easy, wish you were better, or you know, uh, it's like, yeah, I added this whole another ever, which I didn't even know how I would fit in. Now, what I look at how much I do for them? I wouldn't even know. I would have said I don't have time for it. And the irony is I'm so fulfilling on all the things I get to do to take care of them. Even taking them to the vet and spending a couple grand or whatever I spent in the last couple of days was like, oh my God. And it's like, they're my family, you know? So it's like, uh, there's a fulfilling sense of, I think it's a connection. It's a connection of a kinship that I have. I think that's what it is, man. I'm, I'm experiencing my love. Uh, and I, I think that's what it brings fulfillment is I'm through them, but I'm experiencing my love as I give to them. And I think that's that's really the right. core of what is fulfillment is um is that love that I'm experiencing, you know. And I think it comes with increased responsibility, comes with increased, you know, with trips and travel. I take them everywhere. I drive them all over the place and and you know, which one of them I think maybe having some panic attacks a little bit. So I have to find ways to calm him. And but uh yeah, man. So I think that's been the most fulfilling part. And I think somebody that's listening, it's like I find the same happens with money. The more money I make, the more responsibility I have to take care of it and to manage it. And the same thing happens in a relationship. You attract a relationship. Now you have to show up. It doesn't get easier. You have to keep showing up stronger. And and top of everything else, and the same is true with my body. I'm finding like, if I want to continue to maintain health and energy and vitality, I have to continually like push the bar and go stronger, uh, not less. You know, it's got to be more. So it's interesting what you just said, how you were surprised how the
1: additional load of responsibility is actually bringing more fulfillment. Um, And you're doing it from a place of love and passion from something that is very near and dear to your heart. Now, what would you say to someone who's listening and they're thinking to themselves, "Well, well, that's great for Josh, but I'm actually being even more, conscious about what I bring into my field because I'm so old, I'm so busy right now that I can't even imagine bringing anything else on. You know, so, and in, in here's where I've seen this is in my practice where couples have been together for a while and there's this intrepidation of, I've seen this a little bit more in men because they feel like they need to be at a certain place before they can bring extra responsibilities into the relationship. But before I bring a child into the world, I've got to get X, Y, Z all planned out, which, you know, on a rational level is, you know, makes sense to make sure you have enough money or have the right house or the right job, whatever it happens to be. Um, I just know that when you have a couple with a really solid foundation and a kid happens, even though if you asked them before they had a child, you know, could you spare, I think they say a newborn up to two years old takes about an additional 33 hours of your time per week. And if you were to ask them, hey, do you have an extra 33 hours in your day or in your week? You know, most people would say, absolutely not. So, you know, what would you say to someone who is almost trying to push away these extra items because there's almost so much anxiety and uh, angst about possibly bringing in anything else because they're just so busy right now? they
2: can't even fathom how they're going to bring any, anything else into their life. I would say that's exactly why they need it. I would say that's, that was me. That was me for years. That, that exact story was me. I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm too busy. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm too busy. And now I'm 38, which isn't all relative. I think I'm still young, but I feel like I've been so busy being busy that I haven't been, um, And again, this ties in a little bit more because this ties into my grief work and it ties in a lot of the work we do at the retreats. But essentially, to me, what I'd say is you're running from something. You're so busy because you're running from something. And the irony is in surrendering the run in, it's almost like feeling like you need to be there before you do this is what's keeping you from this. That makes any sense. It's almost like in accepting and living now to, uh, how would I put it? They're looking at it like, In order to finally experience what I'm dreaming of, I first have to build this mountain and get over. I have to cross this mountain through the sea to get to this foreign land. And my observation is because that's what you think, that's why you're continuing to have to work. And seeing the foreign land now where you're at, um, like, I'm not ever going to stop working. I've just realized I'm wired this way. But what I have realized is by adding them into my life, I'm more fulfilled. I'm happier and I'm probably at a different frequency. Uh, f- for bringing wealth for bringing partnership for bringing these things in because I'm more fulfilled. Mm. So because I'm more fulfilled, mm. I'm taking time yeah. for me. I'm not yeah. just rushed to like overly compensate with scarcity that, Oh my God, I'm not there yet. And I'm stacking all these things of once I get there. And if I don't get there, wherever there is, then um, what, what did I, what did I sacrifice? And, and what I'm realizing is I wish I had done this 10 years earlier. I wish I would have created space. Cause my story was, I don't have time. I don't have energy. I'm too busy. And, This has brought me so much joy and fulfillment. I'm happier. I'm more fulfilled. And I still have the time. Like I still get everything else done, but I feel like it's, it's sharpened. How would I put it? It's in me becoming more present with them. I'm becoming more present with me. And as I'm more present with me, I'm happier and more fulfilled. So I don't need that to feel fulfilled. If that makes sense. I don't need to. Yeah. I don't need to get that, whatever that was, because I have this now, (laughs) Is that make it? Is that yep. is that relating? Yep. Yeah, no, no, it does make sense. So so I think,
1: you know, um what I'm taking from this is as you were, as you're starting to fulfill, I guess, your your higher heart, if it was um your higher self, if you will, that you start to, I guess, just really approach the world from from a different cadence, right? And there's a different energy that that you start to reflect and interact with. And, you know, I've said this in relationships, but I guess the same analogy could be tied to just you relating to the world at large is when you are not necessarily seeking for something outside of you to fulfill you, that you approach it a different way. You approach it in a different light. And so you approach relationships, you'll approach business relationships, you'll approach all these different things from a from a different place, and I, I think it's a more relaxed place, and I think it's from sometimes a more uh, sincere and genuine place. So I think those interactions uh,
2: shift as well. Totally, does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Curious, your your yeah. process. You know, something in the last twelve months that you've brought in that's brought you a lot of fulfillment.
1: Yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna. I'm obviously for me, it was my trip. Um, the one that I took with Michelle, Mm. it, um, was, it was really big for me. Um, and before I jump onto that, you know, one of the things that was super fulfilling that I didn't necessarily bring into my world the last 12 months, but like you was my cats, you know? Um, I have to say, I have just been in awe about how much joy and energy and just Reflections of love that they've brought me. Um, it's it, it it's been it's been truly amazing for all the same reasons that you've brought up, and the one thing that I do get from them is not only do I do I see more of a reflection of of higher heart love and self love, but they are this beautiful constant reminder of nature, of Mother Earth in my house um, that's really nice. It's like this really great reminder of like, wow, they're connected to like, I, when I go out and I see other animals, like I see their essence in, in their eyes. When I see a deer or a cow or whatever, I see their eyes, um, in, in, in my cats. And so that has just been absolutely wonderful. And that's a, that's a gift that has constantly been you know, uh, just bringing more joy to my life. Now, as far as the one thing that got brought into my life was, you know, my trip. And, you know, we went over a few different episodes. If you go back to the desired lifestyle, crafting your desired lifestyle episodes, a few episodes back, uh, Michelle and I really planned for this really big adventure. And I think for me, and i would probably venture to say for michelle as well that yes we we love the adventure and and yes we loved uh you know going to these new places and and learning about these new cultures but a lot of the like the really deep fulfillment sometimes comes in areas in which we really weren't expecting um you know i think one of the really fulfilling things about that trip was the fact that me and michelle were able to to really relate to each other on a different level. We were able to like navigate new waters together. And, you know, the act of, of just kind of co-creating was, was really beautiful. And um, I, we really come, we've really come into this whole process in our relationship where, you know, we're, really big on stay vacations and, you know, just taking these little mini honeymoons. And so it doesn't have to be these four month trips, but it's not necessarily about new destination, but seeing things with new eyes with your partner. And so, you know, what that trip brought to us was also different. It was, it was a different, conversation that came into our relationship about what we wanted to build and what we wanted to create, um, moving forward. And, you know, what, what we want to start looking to the future as we want to create family and new places to live. And so that was a, I think that was one of the biggest eye openers for me is, is not just, Oh, great. We had this one little trip and now we're kind of back to the grind, but how it, how it really radically changed us. And, how we continue on to our, our relationship. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer that as we move forward into our relationships that our relationships go in stages. Right. And I think this is one of the main reasons why people get divorced or they split up is as you go through these stages, you know, you initially got together, there's an initial uh, attraction that you guys start to go through a certain process together and, you guys are, are building a path together as a couple. And as you start to age, you know, seven years, 10 years, 12 years, uh, four years, sometimes the relationship starts to switch, right? Sometimes this is a big, significant emotional event that happens in the relationship where there's a baby or, um, you know, something shifts where there's a disability or we lose a job or we move or something happens. Now you're on stage two of the relationship. Now you're on stage three. And it's that ability to forge those new pathways into those new stages um, while you guys are still in alignment and you guys are still growing together. And we went into a different stage on our honeymoon, um, on our trip, on our excursion. And that was one of the more fulfilling things to me is we came out of it stronger, and it really gave me more of a sense of connection to her. And so I think that was one of the most fulfilling things to me. It wasn't just all the topical levels about, oh, we went to this one and we had this adventure and, you know, we got to stay with this tribe for three days. That was all fun, but there was just something deeper about it that um that was really So if you had to
2: if you know somebody's listening and they're in a relationship and they're like, man, that sounds awesome. How do I level up my relationship? How do I take it deeper? Is there any distinctions or core Insights or aha's you got from it? Does it look different? Can you describe it? Like, how could you describe maybe before and after? If there's any ways to make it tangible,
1: as far as the actual experience itself or what we gained from that experience,
2: Uh, I'd say what you gain. Like, I'm more observing the different level of the relationship. And you said you've you've taken on another, the relationship's taken on the next level. I'm curious, like, where what that looks like differently, and if there's anything that could be recreated for somebody else that's wanting to deepen as well.
1: Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, is communication is uh, it's not an easy process, but it's, it's, it's constantly being aware of the needs of the other person. Right. And the projections of when I say projections, I mean, uh, future projections of what you're possibly wanting to move into what you're possibly wanting to grow into in the next month, year, five years from now. And like really, really having that dialogue. So it's like, look, I, I, I'd i love to bring more of this into my life. Like Michelle's really been really big on moving a little bit more into nature. And so she's been very communicative um, with me about having that as a need for her higher heart of, of wanting to be more engulfed in nature. And a lot of that, Actually came from a lot of the travel that we did in Borneo and so as we are like preparing for these next stages and you know where we're gonna be moving for uh, you know the next house that we end up buying that we want to really engage in a little bit more nature so I think it's having that dialogue of you know where you guys are looking to go and then you know
2: relaying that to your partner um, and I would say. Is there, I'm just wondering, like, was there, so part of it was nature, part of it was discovering new pieces together. Was part of it also just the time that you had to like be fully present with each other? Do you think, you know, a lot of times people will take a trip and they're gone for a week or a weekend. Uh, I mean, but performance, do you think, do you think maybe it was just the time, the pure time spent together and that present with each other for a period of time?
1: Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think part of it is also creating that muscle in our relationship to really make time for the relationship, um, you know, just to make. So I'm a big believer that it doesn't necessarily have to be um, a different landscape. But again, like what I said, it's just seeing, it's just having different experiences through different eyes in the relationship and making sure that that becomes a priority in bringing that into your life, whether it's, you know, once a week or once a month or once a year, but just having some accountability for that, and to um, yeah, to to really make time for the relationship, you know, and that's the one thing that me and Michelle just got really clear on is, you know, we we need to have some of these uh, one-on-one times, which can get you know obviously a lot more difficult as the career comes in as the as the family and the baby start to press for a little bit more time. But you know, I think. Being mindful of that, you know, being mindful of of, of just taking one on one time. Yeah, that's great. And to close this off and to elaborate a little bit more on your question. Uh, it's not even just spending time with each other, but I think one of the big things that we really came to realize about uh, our trip is how do we want to create and construct the relationship dynamic, As we start to move forward and what does that environment look like? What does the, not only the external physical environment, like where do we want to live? Does it want to be an urban environment? Does it want to be more nature focused? But what kind of dynamic do we want to bring into our lifestyle? Do we want to make it so it's easy to travel? Do we want to make it easy so we can uh, see our folks to um, you know, camp or whatever it happens to be. Um, I think that was one of the biggest revelations or at least one of the bigger revelations that we had through our travels was this um, this conversation of cultivating what comes next for us. And, you know, it's so easy to just let life come into play when you have a demanding job or kids come into the picture And there's just life being thrown at you, and we forget to design our life. And when we don't design our life, life starts to design it for us, and it it isn't always in alignment with what our hearts want. So uh, taking this trip really gave us an opportunity to at least have that conversation and have that discussion while we are away from the vast majority of our distractions. So we're really looking forward to seeing what comes next we've already been in discussions uh, as i said earlier about you know where are we wanting to to live next and really open to all of the possibilities and, and we're actually quite excited about you know the, the the options that we do have so thanks everyone for joining us and we look forward to you joining us on the next q a show thanks so much
0: If you enjoyed this show, we would be so grateful if you left a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. This helps us out immensely. Thank you so much. Are you ready to take your personal, relational or business fulfillment to the next level? With one-on-one personal support, co-developed strategies and accountability, Scott and Joshua have the tools, compassion and years of experience helping people just like you live an extraordinary life. Visit masteringfulfillment.com for details.